Rex, how you doing, my man? Been in Scotland. Well, been in the UK for a week now, so I think I'm fully acclimated. I'm good. Yeah, how about how about Rory's roaring back uh, finish there in the Scottish Open? That was amazing. It was pretty exciting. Rob, Robert McIntyre is clearly the, the hometown favorite. I, it's not many places that you go that Rory's not the clear favorite with the crowd, and this was one of them. I mean, I think everyone was going for Bobby Mack, and it was fun to watch. I mean, it was exciting. It's worth pointing out, and I've done this a couple times now, last year the 18th hole at, at Renaissance where they played was the hardest hole in the PGA Tour. There were only six birdies all week long last year. And to have essentially the last two guys, Rory birded it, Robert birded it, and to do that in such dramatic fashion, that was awesome. Uh, now you go from the Scottish Open uh, to one of the majors uh, this weekend. Uh, there's a lot of talk about Rory continuing what he did uh, yesterday, carried over. Uh, he's looking for that major. He hasn't won, what, nine years. Uh, your thoughts on McElroy being the favorite this weekend, or are there other names uh, you like with this setup? Uh, I think there's plenty of other names, but I think Rory's still a top list. And look, I had to drive down from Scotland last night. And it's about a four and a half hour drive down to Liverpool, and I'm doing all kinds of mental gymnastics trying to convince myself that it wasn't a good thing that Rory won last week. That it's hard to win back to back weeks. Only Tiger did it. Like it's so mentally draining that certainly this is not a good thing. And I couldn't bring myself to believing that because one, everybody comes over and plays the Scottish Open because they want to get acclimated. They want to get acclimated to the time. They want to get used to links golf and the wind and the elements and everything. Clearly. Rory did a really good job of that. And it also proved that he's playing well. Like, if you look at his ball-striking stats, no one hit the ball better than he did last week. And probably the biggest thing is the confidence that he gets. Just take the last two holes. Take the other 70 holes out of it and just look at the last two holes. Him making those putts when he has to, under pressure, on, in difficult conditions, can only help whatever you want to call it. His motivation, his psyche, his, his sort of where he's at in the game. I think it's really, really good. He's clearly the favorite. Uh, the Live Tour update, uh, Rex, I know you've been following this story for the Golf Channel uh, from day one when it broke. Uh, between Senate hearings, the government involvement, Rory saying, I'd rather retire than play for Live. Where are things at right now? I think it's still ongoing. What we have now is a framework agreement between the PGA Tour and the Public Investment Fund of Saudi Arabia, and that's it. It's just a framework agreement. It's an agreement to let's start having conversations is essentially what this is. The definitive agreement is going to be the hard part. Because now you have to get into all the details, and now the players and the policy board is involved. And to that point, Rory is one of the five player directors on the policy board. And for him to say something like that last week, and, and I believe it, he has been very outspoken against Liv Goff. He's been a huge proponent of the PGA Tour over the last year. And I think what we heard last week was sort of the culmination of where we're at in the game right now, that he still believes and what he's preached over the last year. And it's important because he's a voice in golf, and he's also a vote on that policy board. And give you an idea of how difficult it's going to be to get to that framework, or to get to the definitive agreement. I believe, it just again, I'm not as connected as you, but just from a sports opinion on the outside looking in, Rex, that they're trying to delay having an announcement of what the future is until this golf season is over. Would you agree on that? No, I wouldn't, only because I'm sure they would if they had an agreement. But they don't, because there aren't any details. I mean, that's kind of the thing. The Polish board has met once, and this is getting really into the weeds. And 
it's not very exciting. But the policy board's only met once since they announced the framework agreement. They haven't really had a chance to sit down and hammer out exactly what the new entity is going to look like. And keep in mind, you're t- talking about the for-profit assets of PGA Tour, the DP World Tour, the European Tour, and Live Golf. And you have to figure out how to put them all together and to make them one thing and, and to make it coherent and something exciting, something new going forward. You also have to figure out how to get the players who join Live Golf get them back into the fold, get them back to the PGA Tour, the DP World Tour. You also have to figure out how to make the players who stay loyal to the PGA Tour, Rory being the primary example, how to make them whole. Like, they gave up a lot of money to stay on the PGA Tour. You have to make that fit right with them. There's a lot of things that need to get done before we get to all of those things, and I don't think they're anywhere close to coming up with a definitive agreement. Rex Hoggard from the Golf Channel joining us on the Rose Stumber Coffee Guest Line talking about the 151st uh, Open Championship this weekend in Britain. My man, always appreciate your time here in the huge show across Michigan. Appreciate it.